Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Rakari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you, so visit gcxevent.com slash tickets to book now. Explore epic sagas with Rare Drop Roleplay. Recap the latest in sports with Overplayed. Unleash your inner hero on comics. Dive into a galaxy far, far away through Star Wars and Scotch. And pick the brains of industry experts on Broman Podcast. Whatever you're looking for, Rare Drop Entertainment has you covered. Check out our full lineup at raredrop.co. Welcome to episode 75 of Star Wars and Scotch. How are you, Tim? Hey, Kevin. I'm good. It's a little gloomy out this morning. So it's very gloomy. It uh, feels like Robert Pattinson's Batman outside, which I'm so sorry you didn't get to see because some guy was coughing all over your wife. Um, well, yeah, he was kind of smelly and there was a lot of coughing and I'm just not, I don't think I'm conditioned for uh, movie theaters anymore. So movie theaters have always sucked. Uh, COVID had just exposed how much they suck and how much nicer it is to watch a movie in your home. Yeah, I'm really spoiled by that. So thankfully it comes out on HBO Plus, Soon, or HBO right? Max, or HBO, HBO whatever the heck the subscription service is called now. Um, it comes out in April, so next yeah. month. The end of next uh, month yeah. or something like that. So it's okay. I'd rather, I'd rather wait an extra month or two and watch it in my house than, like, no offense to any of you, but sitting next to you guys, and you guys just means people in general. The entire world sitting next to people in a movie theater that I don't know just makes me uncomfortable now. And, and like I go. told Amy, I was like, man, this sucks. I was like, I used to love movie theaters. And she's like, you never loved movie theaters. You used to hate sitting next to people you didn't know. You've always been like that. You just now have realized your eyes have been opened that you can watch these movies in your home. And so now you have no reason to go to the movie theater. It's like, God damn it. She's right. <laughs> so we, yeah, we took uh, Audrey 
my oldest and uh we went to an early showing so we didn't we didn't have anyone around us at all and then the last time danielle and i went to the movies we did cinebistro where they separate you anyway so yeah was the only two way i can't go back to regular movie theater viewing it's just just not in the cards for me yeah so i mean like if there's a movie theater out there that just wants to just sponsor a room for us forever it'd be cool well no one ever um, gets to sit there ever Amy hit Danielle up yesterday saying y'all wanted to rent a uh, theater for Multiverse of Madness. And I am in on that, Tim. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of there's, we've we've gone from talking about Star Wars to talking about movies. So um, anyways, but yeah, but it's like going to apply when the next Star Wars movie it, comes it does. out. And so like, the, but honestly, there's movie theaters out there that like they offer like really good group deals of like, mm-hmm. like you, it's 200 bucks and you you get the entire movie theater to yourself. And it's like, oh. You get you get ten of your friends together, and that's really easy. Yep. So. Yeah. No, it it works, and uh, uh, I'm 100 percent in on that plan for uh, multiverse yeah, madness. You, yeah. So yay! And then the next Star Wars movie. The only issue is they won't do it opening weekends. So you have to wait like a week. That's that's fine. Yeah. I so. think I don't know. I feel like the spoil culture <laughs> on the internet, at least in the live streaming space, has gone down a lot. Um, yeah, I started, I, I, I had, I had episode seven ruined for me. I had, I had some, some guy come in and just like spam wall Han Solo dies. And, um, that really pissed me off. I remember that. And so from now on, I've just like, now, like, I, I guess it's something on fate. Maybe it's just Facebook. I don't know, but I've been kind of like testing the water of just like seeing like, can I get away with waiting a week and then going and seeing, and I have been able to do that. No one has hmm. tried spoiling anything for me. A lot of people have been like, can we talk about this yet? I'm like, nah, not yet. And they're like, okay. It's been really like the nice. Facebook, the Facebook gaming crowd just seems a bit more mature than the Twitch crowd. Um, you know, <laughs> if I'm a troll and I want to spoil, you know, like Han, the Han Solo thing, I'm going to go to Twitch and do it. Yeah. Because I know I'm going to get the reaction that I'm looking for. True. As a shitlord. So I don't think that really, I'm not saying it doesn't happen on Facebook, but I think it happens much less on Facebook. Anyways. I thought that about Mixer, but I was completely wrong as What's well. What's that, I Kevin? Which... I, I... <laughs> Back in my day. Speaking of what's that? Uh, what, are you, this... what are you drinking in your cup? You talking about this delicious <laughs> King's Coast coffee that I have in my King's Coast mug? That's actually really nice. So what, what you got? What you sipping on today? I am sipping on which one is this? This is not Trevor. We just finished the bag of Trevor. This is one of the gold ones that I can't remember the name of, Tim. Is it an Aztec? No. Is it a Columbia? No. I'll see the bag and I'll know immediately. It oh. is. What are you drinking while well, I'm, I'm drinking? I'm drinking the last of our winter waves because we're heading on over to spring surge here in but a few weeks. So uh, if you want to taste the winter waves in your mouth, uh, head on over to kingscoastcoffee.com because you won't be able to do that until the end of this year. Um, it's the we, tiger. It's the Sumatra. The Sumatra is really good. Uh, we like to we like to keep to the uh, the uh, the seasons, the equinoxes and the solstices, if you will. And so uh, we'll be switching over to spring here soon. And uh, winter waves will be going bye bye. We know it's spring is coming because we had the last quote unquote cold day in Florida probably two days ago. And from here on out, it's summer weather. So it's done. Yeah, that was really awkward. We had a low of thirty four. On Sunday, uh, we had a hard freeze warning, and then and then the next day it was eighty degrees. So, yep. thanks, Florida. That's it. We're we're in the clear. Actually, decent amount to talk about today in the Star Wars uh, world. Most of it kind of harkens back to stuff we've been discussing and developments and whatnot, but uh, a lot of it is um, is. 
pretty interesting based on predictions and stuff that Tim and I have made. So uh, Tim, Tim and Paul put together a bunch of notes because I've just been inundated this week. So thank you, Tim. Um, let's start with the Inquisitor. <laughs> everyone is big mad. I shouldn't say everyone. Okay, basically the same people who are mad about yes. our friend from Boba Fett. So, but we can go ahead and talk about this. Everyone's mad. Well, again, not everyone, but people are mad about the size of his head. What do you expect? He's a humanoid. Like, okay, is Count... Okay, are we going to go back and look at Count Dooku in episode two and go, Christopher Lee's face is not long enough? Like, well, they compare it to Clone Wars, yet Dooku's the perfect example. And then even um, Cad Bane, he does not look exactly that way. No, because it's a cartoon. Like, look anytime. Go go and look at any animator or um, any artist that has done a real life res- representation of what a cartoon would look like in real life, and it always looks extremely different from what you would imagine. Like when they start to add the humanistic uh, features to a face and the body and everything, it really becomes eerie. SpongeBob, for example. Oh my God, SpongeBob is nightmare fuel when he looks like. A person, um, any of the Pokemon, any of the Pokemon looks so strange when they are like when they're when they actually look like they're in real life. So that's that's what I expect. Kevin is just more people just they have a hard time transitioning from their beloved cartoons to a uh, an a, a in real life setting. So the big thing is Tim is that the pow 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 yeah pow pow wow the dudes from Utapu from the last uh from episode three which is what the inquisitors race is they have these those elongated head heads yeah and that is what people are stuck on oh, so that, so is that so that is canonically a thing that that his race has correct i mean yes and no like some of the comic pictures they're very rounded off i think in that scene they're very pointed and long and again it may be different types or different sects of a race that look different which you know yeah. humanity um so that's my point is i mean we could argue that the way that a trandoshan looks in rebel or in clone wars looks completely different how it's represented in a live scene like it's i feel like they're doing a really good job of making it feel like as if you were there and what you would experience um and like trying to make it like fit within the uh, the, the in real life without re- without relying too heavily upon cgi i think that's yeah. the biggest thing is that they're trying to reduce the amount of cgi that they're using and using it in ways that it looks believable, i.e. the the volume, you know, like all mm-hmm. these these things that are done in the foreground versus what's done in the background is different. So like the stuff in the background, did I use that correctly, Kevin? Is foreground, front, and, board, and background's back? Yep, you did Nailed that Nailed right. it, dude. Look at me. Good job. Woo-hoo. Look at uh, you. So yeah, so you. your foreground objects are always more in real life items. They're, puppete- they're, they're puppets. They're... There are all of these physical props and everything under the background is all this digital stuff, which makes sense. It's easier to make that look believable. Um, and so I think Disney, I think like what, what um, the Lucas and, and Disney teams have been doing with their, with their show so far, I think they've done a good job. I, honestly, like 
I, I saw that and it didn't bother me. I knew who it was. Um, I, you I actually comment when you're watching the trailer, which you, if you haven't seen Tim's reaction to the trailer, you should. Uh, it's, it's great. It's on TikTok. And did you put it anywhere on your stuff? Um, I don't know if I got the files for that. I, I, I saw I saw it pop up in my my for you page. I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, I'll have to go back and ask Max. I, I should put that up on mine, too. Um, but yeah, like I saw the Grand Inquisitor. I saw the uh, is it the third brother um, or fifth brother? Fifth brother. It's the fifth brother. Fifth brother and the, the fifth brother that's in there. Um, you see him. I knew exactly who that was. Like his costume and like his like the way they did his face and everything. Perfect. Like every, I feel like everything that they've done so far, like when it comes to the makeup and and the costuming and and everything that they've done to properly represent those characters that we have grown up enjoying on Clone Wars and Rebels now and and now we get to experience it in in a real life setting. Like I, I feel like they've done a really good job. I don't I don't know why people are so upset about it. Yeah, again, it's nitpicking, and we know at this point that that's what they like to do. They really enjoyed the nitpicking, so they found their thing to nitpick, and now they're not going to let go. Um, it really does not bother me that much. I, you know, does it look different? Yeah. Does it distract me from the point of the entire show? Absolutely not. He's got a spinning lightsaber. Like, what more do you want? Uh, the the other cool part of that scene is that it looks like he is facing down with a clone. Yes, and not just any clone. So it could be Rex. It's oh, probably no, it's, not Cody. I, no, 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 no. It's definitely not Cody. Um, it could be Gregor. So I think it's Cody 100%. Um, it just, what if it's Echo? Uh, it's not Echo. It's, oh, man, it has it could, the, it, he's got, got, got those weird. The back. Oh, dude, it could be Echo. <gasps> Kevin, what if it's Echo? I'm trying to think if the timeline adds up to him being saved by that point. It does, right? Oh, yeah, no, most definitely. Okay, just making sure that my timeline. Yeah, are because good. he got saved at the beginning of Bad Batch, right? And then Order sixty six happens yep. immediately after he gets it saved. Could right? be. Oh, it could be a couple years after. Because remember, we're dealing with like it's five years after those events, right? Or oh my 10 god, years. could you imagine a full live action Bad Batch in this? Um, I mean, like that's a that's a hell of a way to tease uh, season three of Bad Batch. But if you wanted people to watch Bad Batch, oh what better way to do it? Could you imagine Tamora Morrison just popping? Because that's the craziest thing is that he can essentially play anyone but Wrecker. Like he's he, too. He couldn't play. Um, uh, what's his name? Oh, he couldn't. He couldn't play. Uh, uh, Crosshair. Crosshair yeah, is too. Crosshair is uh, too emaciated. I. He like. He's got to like suck his face and. Um. To to be him and be more like and he and he's he talks up here. He could he could be tech and hunter though easily. Oh, what hunter? You just put a wig on him, hundred yeah. percent. Well, just I mean, and by like that point, he could have just cut his hair off. But um, <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, like, and that's what's so neat is because we can lean into the clones and their aging and how they have a a, a rapid aging built into their into their DNA. By that point, it would be very believable that he would look the same as I Boba Fett would look. You know, it's right. like, you know, the, the time is, is about the same if you do the math. So I, I, I'm really excited to see who he's going to be. I, I think it could be, I think it could be Rex. Rex is just like this beloved character. Um, so, and, and again, I, I thought it was really cool what Sawyer kept on calling it the felony verse. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> um, and then like, and, and like in my eyes, I'm like, Dave Filoni can do no wrong. Um, so like, and of course he loves to bring his, his most favorited characters to life 
And so for Cody to have a moment on screen, I think, or Rex to have a moment on screen is, I think, really important uh, for, for Dave Filoni. So for I mean, me, and I think it makes a lot of right now. Sorry. I said they got Tamira on the payroll right yeah, now. Yeah, dude. I mean, and, and, and again, using him and using, using Boba Fett and like just, and now being able to, to bring the clones into real life, like that is so cool. And I've just really come to enjoy him as an actor. Um, I'm so glad he has more screen time because when he was Django, it was cool. It was great. He did an awesome job. But now he's getting some really, really good screen time, and I'm just really enjoying his his acting. He brings just this whole different vibe to the screen. Yeah, he uh, and you know some we've talked about the influence he had on Book of Boba Fett, mm-hmm. and, you know, bringing his his native heritage into it, which was awesome. And I think that's a great way to flush out the character. But again, I I want to see more of these live action clones, and you know, clones that we went on a on a seven season journey with. Yeah, uh, it would be nice to see one or two of them in live action, probably for one of the last times, too, because obviously they're not going to be able to put them in much more Ooh, going forward. Um, but know, yeah, it, it, did you see the did you see the rumors that there could be a season two in the works for Obi-Wan already? I, I saw that. Um, which is just how, but I guess it really depends how <laughs> how the show ends. So I can't really. Kathleen Kennedy said that they were like she. She made it sound like there's a second season. That's so weird. It is really weird, and that people are already talking about it. I I saw I saw a article yesterday on how there was discussions of Maul in season two already. Um, because apparently he was cut from season one. Yeah. You read that right? Like, I saw I saw that. No, I saw that this morning. And so people think it was because Ray Park's penis ended up on the internet. That's why. Really? Yeah. Cause if you, if you think about the timeline of when his dick showed up and then when they were oh. filming, writing and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. So is he good now or no? I don't think they'll ever fully get Disney likes to be like, okay, we've ostracized this person. The and they're penis. like, we're bringing them back now that everyone forgot. <laughs> That's so, wild. Yeah, I think I think. Plus, Maul is no offense to Ray Park, who's done a great job with the character, but Maul's not really a character that has to be Ray Park. Someone else could play Maul if they had to. I don't know, dude. He did all the choreography for the fight with him and Ahsoka. Like, the, yes, uh, I know because that was mocap. It was all mocap for him. So I feel like I mean, like, why else would you bring? Like, I'm. I don't know. I feel like he he has to be Maul. Like bo- body wise. I feel like he has to be Maul. Unless they can what get you, another stunt double, but I, I don't know. It's a big world, Tim. It is a big world, Kevin. You're right. You could find someone, and then the makeup's not. That's, that's the hardest part. All you have to do is find someone that can do the stunts, and then as long as they have a similar facial structure, you could do the makeup that way. Yeah. It's also been how long since he's been Maul? Like 25 years? I don't know, dude. I was watching Maul? the mocap fight yesterday for fun, and it was so good. It's awesome. Like one of the best lightsaber fights ever. Yeah. And think how many people haven't even seen it. Sorry. Hi, Kyler. (laughs) Sorry, the baby walked in. No, it's fine. Hey, buddy. Tim's son just ran in the room in his PJs, and he's absolutely adorable. I'm going to narrate for the audio, folks. We have gray pajamas with green stripes, and is that a stegosaurus, Kyler? Hey, cat. Huh? That was in the... I use him. I see tough. And the 
<laughs> okay. Tyler, right. what is your favorite moment from the Star Wars universe? <sighs> he loves Darth Vader. Go find your mother. Anyways, if you guys didn't know, we do these. Uh, I I do this uh, show out of out of my uh, one car garage here in the in in my house. So, but me, uh, I'm live from the Rare Drop Studios in Tampa Bay, Florida. Tampa Bay, Florida. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so back to Star Wars. Back to Ray Park and uh, not being. Darth yeah, the, the only other thing with um, Obi Wan show for this week is people are really dead set on the thing that Tim and I say is not going to happen, and that is everyone seems all of a sudden like Cal Kestis is going to be a part of Shut this. Shut up! I just. <sighs> The only way I can see Cal being a part of it, Tim, is if they're doing live action promotion for the second game. It's really we're easy going to, to insert him. And we're going to see him at at Celebration. Yeah. Like in a trailer. Then I could see them going, all right, well, we have Cal dressed up. But we filmed the trailer. Let's send him over to the Obi-Wan set. Nobody knows unless you play the video game. That like I don't understand why. Why the uh, the subsect of Star Wars fans that that love the video game? Why they have such a ma- like? It's a cool character. But why do they have such a massive heart on for him? It's the integration of the world, which is what we've said is what Star Wars does really well. It's it's bringing the characters together that you know that you don't know if they know each other. You so, know. So for me, Cal's story isn't interesting. The world he lives in was interesting for me. That time period, uh, this whole idea of like this Jedi hiding from these Inquisitors and like what what the state of the Empire was in in the very beginning of its formation and how we went how we went through the transition of the Republic era into a Galactic Empire. It was it like that is what captures my attention and like the idea of actually being able to like live a fantasy of like fighting with your lightsaber and going to like Ilum. Those are really really cool moments, but still for me, I don't. I don't find him to be like this Jedi that's memorable. Is that weird? He's memorable for two reasons. One, he's one of the few we know that survived Order 66, and he was just a child, and that was a heartbreaking scene. The second thing is he is the one who destroyed the list of Force-sensitive children all throughout the galaxy and set the Inquisitor program back significantly, and he's kind of important for that. So if he was to appear in Obi-Wan, it would make sense for him to appear in that regard. I guess so, Kevin. But again, you wouldn't I don't know think that he unless will. you play the video game. Right, and I don't think he will. Um, but if they wanted to cross-promote and joint market, it's right around celebration. So is it possible? Yes. Is it probable? I don't think so, because I think that's those are two lines that they don't want to cross. But at the same time, you know, they've, they've shocked me with other live, like Cad Bane showing up in Boba Fett was out of left field. So, um, but it made sense, but it makes sense in from like the people who watch the live action stuff for probably watched the animated. I would say more so more people watch the animated than watch the live action than people went and watch the live action and also play the video games. Yes. So live action, or I would say that it would go for consumption. It's obviously movies, then live action then video games, then animation. Really, I would think that it's the other way around. No, I think I would think that video games, games would be would be uh, the least accessible. Accessible, maybe, but I know more people that have played Jedi Fallen Order than people that have watched Bad Batch. 
Really? Yeah. But did they oh, play? Yeah. Did they play it because they were a Star Wars fan, or did they play it because yes. it was just like, are they a they Star Wars it fan? It or Star like, Wars oh, Star game. Wars is cool. Because I, I, you know, you know, uh, in the Star Wars community, we all like to tell people, you know, like if you could just ignore the fact that it's animated, because everyone's like, oh, you watch cartoons. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's not the <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, dude. If you can get past the fact that they keep bringing back Jar Jar Binks and it's animated, you'll really like Clone Wars. I swear. Tim. What? So Mace is coming back no, at he's the not. behest of no. Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. So I didn't so I didn't read this article. Um, <laughs> but I found it this morning. I was like, we're gonna have to talk about this shit because he just won't let this man die. But um, the fact that Samuel Jackson is the one pitching the fact that, and I'm, I'm quoting him, uh, Jackson, ins- this is from looper.com, by the way, Jackson insists Mace Windu is still out there somewhere. Could you imagine Samuel Jackson at the table with the Disney and Lucas exec? He's like, motherfucker, I am still out there with my motherfucking purple lightsaber, kicking well, some motherfucking ass all over motherfucking corner. He says, he says, and I quote, put me in coach. I'll learn to lightsaber left-handed. <laughs> So, I want to be in that pitch meeting so bad. <laughs> he just says, put me in, coach. I'll use my left hand. Like, that's so funny. That man got yeeted off of very, Dude, very, Dude, he's going to show very, up in Obi-Wan and be like, there are I'm too gonna, many Inquisitors on this motherfucking planet. <laughs> I'm going to puke. And not happy puke. I'm just going to be like, no. You're going to be upset? I'm going to be grumpy. Oh my gosh, put me in coach. You forgot the second half of the quote, which is the best part. I'll what? learn to lightsaber I left handed. I said that three times, Kevin. <laughs> it was just stuck on the other side. I said that three times. It's recorded. <laughs> put me in coach. I'll learn to lightsaber left handed. Jeez, I said it. He's too busy oh. saying motherfucking on the podcast. Hope they beat uh, he, it out. he also did you know he also claims that his character from Jurassic Park is still alive as well? I mean, he's right though, because we don't actually know. <laughs> Jackson said he holds the same position on both characters' respective fates, saying Arnold is somewhere riding around the island on Velociraptors <laughs> with one arm. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. What a goof. <sighs> but yeah, I've seen the Mace uh, rumor everywhere, and it leads me to believe that if, if Samuel Jackson is out there pitching the fact that Mace is still alive, <laughs> Tim's going to be very upset at some point. In the near I can't believe he's lobbying for that. All and right. you can't say no to Samuel Jackson. He's you Samuel can. Jackson. No, you really can. He's very convincing. Uh, we got an update yeah. on uh, Cassie and Andor. Uh, August for Disney Plus August now August which is interesting because we just got the trailer drop yesterday for Miss Marvel Um, so Kamala is going to be taking the stage uh, on Disney Plus starting June so Mm -hmm. this will this will end up perfectly so we'll get we'll get Obi-Wan and then we'll get the summer of Marvel Um, so we got Multiverse of Madness we've got Miss Marvel and then um, going into August and in the end of summer and the beginning of fall, we'll have Cassie and Andor. Mm-hmm. And then after Andor is going to be Mandalorian. Yeah. So and then we got Moon Knight crap. in a week or two, right? Yeah. And then Moon Knight comes out too. So it's just like Disney Plus. It was funny how we like we ended with Boba Fett and now we're like, there's nothing to watch. I noticed that they don't put Marvel and Star Wars on top of each they other. They never do. 
because the 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 demo uh if it was a venn diagram is probably like a ridiculous circle in the middle oh most definitely they they 100 yeah. intertwine yeah and it's 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 interesting but yeah the we cadence still, is perfect it's almost two months apart for everything so we have a lot coming out without a lot of trailers so far so no hawkeye was right before book of boba fett right yeah, but there was nothing else going on. But it was Hawkeye. Hawkeye ended, and then Book of Boba Fett was a few weeks later, right? Right, but they still didn't put them on top. They still weren't on top of each other. They still, right, no, was, I was just confirming. And Hawkeye, that. Hawkeye, unfortunately, I think got shit on. That show was phenomenal. And I don't know, I don't know, why, I, I don't know why I got pooped on so hard, but there was a... There, like, I think that the... Um, the ca- I think like the casual like Marvel movie fan did not like that because like Kurt is not a fun character, but his entire discuss like his entire adventure of like just trying to be a dad and just trying to be normal and trying to like get over like all of his PTSD from being an Avenger like it was so deep and like it really makes you appreciate him even more. So like I really hope he gets a second season. Or, or something because I feel like Hawkeye needs needs redemption because that show is I thought was really really well done. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. This is a Star Wars podcast. I just had to say We're it. We're allowed to talk about Marvel and DC. It's okay. The nerds like it. Oh, man. poor DC. It's all, right. it's all right. Hey. Oh man. Once you see the Batman, you're not gonna be saying poor DC. Also, can we talk about that for one second? The fact that DC is in financial trouble. So could you imagine D- oh. Star Wars, Marvel? And DC all on Disney Plus. So I don't understand how they're in financial trouble when they just completely repositioned their entire hero movie base and just they're getting to release an amazing lineup of actors and movies. I'm really confused. I mean, Marvel was still making like Robert Downey Jr. was pre-Disney. I guess you're right. Marvel was in horrendous financial trouble when when Disney swooped in. Holy crap, you're right. That would be really interesting then because we've got we've got Black Adam coming out. We've got yep. Aquaman 2. Uh we just had Batman drop. We've mm-hmm. got The Flash. And Batman is doing they're not doing a DC universe for Batman. They're no, doing Batman a Gotham thing, right? Which makes more sense if you ask me cuz Batman always feels a little out of place with Justice League stuff. He doesn't get to be edgy in Justice League. Yeah, no, and Gotham is interesting on its own, so I'm really happy that they're finally like, yeah, let's make a whole thing out of Gotham. I'm like, hey, thing you should have did a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Um, well, just what they yeah, were doing. The- they did that with Christian Bale. Like, I don't understand, like, why they couldn't just continue building off that. Well, there's TV shows, and uh, they're going to marvel Gotham City. That's what they're going to do. They're going to do what they do with MCU, and they're going to do that in Gotham City, and there's enough cool things in Gotham City to yeah. do that. No, it's a really Point interesting being, world. Though, if DC's gonna, if 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 anyone is gonna is poised to buy DC, to me it's Disney. Man, could you imagine like, having Star Wars, Marvel, and DC? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, you you'd literally have the the trifecta of our childhood. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah, and as uh, mad as I am at Disney parks, yeah, like who else is gonna buy it and be responsible with it? In my opinion, speaking of Disney parks, Kevin. Uh, Star Cruiser is still sweet, sweet revenge. Star Cruiser is still getting shit on. Good, good. It's too expensive. That is my that is my my final say on that is it's too damn expensive. And 
if, if you haven't read uh, all over that they can't fill the hotel rooms and it's like gee could could it maybe be that you want five grand for two nights you know during a a, a, a global financial crisis and inflation and all that could, could it be that yeah coming out of a pandemic hopefully so i mean like i have to keep looking at it and it's just like all of the really good reviews are reviews from people who were brought there and it's still it's like there's such a big disconnect between like the reviews that i'm seeing from people that were brought there versus the people who went there on their own dime um, all of the really good reviews don't seem worth $5,000 to me. No, they really don't. And that's the frustrating part is just it's like they keep on trying to hype this up as it's, it's a part of the Star Wars experience. Like this is going to be like turning on a Star Wars movie or going to, you know, Black Spire Opus. If you haven't done the Star Cruiser, then you're just you're missing out on a piece of Star Wars history. And and I just keep every time I see it, I'm like, do I want to do it? And I look at it I'm like, I'm OK. I don't need yeah, I'm it. I'm fine. I'm fine, too. Uh, Tim, we'll, we'll end up there at some point, but it's going to be when they get desperate and they're like, Florida residents save 20% or 30% on Star Cruiser. Like, all right, Tim, Ben, let's go. I think for me, the reason why I get so, I guess, more passion, I feel like we, we talk about this every week of just like the Galactic Star Cruiser just not doing well. I think like for us is just like, I, I want as many people out there to experience that. Um, and I know and I know it's hard to do that because you're getting a very intimate experience. You're getting to be like you're, they're trying to RP Disney. I think that's really, really cool. But there's still there's just like this this. There's this model that they're setting up with Disney as a whole when it comes mm-hmm. to the parks. And I just I don't like the way things are going. It just doesn't feel good. And I don't know if that's just because like as I'm getting older, I was like, back in my no, day, it's not you. It's so, all over. Yeah, so I, I really so for me personally, I hope that the Disney Park experience um, that is tied into our Star Wars experience, I really hope that that gets reevaluated and adjusted, um, so that more people can you know experience that because it's like I still I've only been to Batu once so mm-hmm. far, um, and hell we're annual pass holders and like we still haven't like really been able to go because like it's just it you know, waiting in line for three hours versus, you know, spending money to go, you know, get your, get your pass and then do your lightning lanes on top your, your extra lightning lanes on top of that. And all those other things, like, it's just like, I, I couldn't like, we have one, we have, here's three of us that go, I couldn't imagine a family of six or seven or 10 that want to try to, to, to do that. That, that sounds miserable. Yeah. I mean, we're letting our passes expire this year. The kids are, uh, or Danielle and Hunter are up in May. I'm up in June and I'm not renewing. I'm just going to wait for deals and go. But part of the other problem too is rise of the resistance. I got the, the two times I went or the three times I went, I think I went twice. I can't remember. Uh, it was the virtual queue. So you just wake up early and get on. If you don't get on, you try again at one. And uh-huh. that system was great. Yeah, it was fantastic. I don't know why they don't do that for the entire park. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, well, I do. It's because they want to sell genie plus. Um, but, uh, that system was fine. Like I was able to go do other things and, and experience other parts, you know, because of, because of the virtual queue, I was able to sneak on and, and get Audrey a lightsaber appointment at the last minute. That's cool. And, you know, and it came out to be like the same time when they called me and the ladies like the lightsaber takes precedent. They won't, you won't lose your virtual queue spot. If anything happens, we'll call over and, you know, we'll make sure that you can get through. So because of that, I was able to do it. Now I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have that same um, 
you know, extended courtesy because it's just like, well, get on the line or pay 15 bucks to skip the line. And you don't really get to skip the line. You still got to wait an hour. Yeah. So I am um, <laughs> and like, I love, I love a lot of Disney. Um, there's a lot of things that I love about Disney is it's currently the, the model, um, that they are implementing in the parks. That is just, that is, that is the biggest as, as a Florida resident, as someone who lives in, in Disney's backyard, um, you know, like we, we've experienced this, uh, a lot. It's, uh, I just, I don't really like the way that it's going and hopefully we'll see, uh, we'll see some changes there soon. I hope so, Tim. I hope so. <laughs> Um uh what was the next thing I wanted to talk about that you were you had picked something and now I can't remember what it is. Sorry, that's why we get to edit this stuff, Kevin. No, we're not gonna edit this. Leave it in. They they need to feel feel uh exactly exactly how you feel. How I feel. Uh, <laughs> you get so uncomfortable when we get unprofessional. I do. I really do. I love it. I love it. But people come back and they say that's the charm of the show. One person, thank you so much, person on on Facebook last week who was like, "I love Star Wars and Scotch." Oh, yeah. I'm recommending it to someone to tagged you. me and then I put I, I gave you the screenshot. Where is it? Yeah, it was so. And they're like, they know their lore, and I'm like, no, we don't. But thank you. Oh yeah, hold on, I'm gonna find a screenshot because I want to read it because I wanted to thank you. That think person. we know our lore, and then we sat down with Alex and Molly from Star Wars Explained, and Alex was correcting me every three minutes, and I was like, this is kind of refreshing. <laughs> I can't find it, but I love well, to be because I my texted place. it to you. I'm looking in. I'm looking in Discord chat. We have so many chats. Chats. Um, it's, it's 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 a it's a it's uh, honestly disgusting and it's really inconvenient. And Kevin, I've I've noticed sometimes Kevin will DM me on Twitter. He'll then text me and then he'll message me on Discord. Um, all different conversations too. Um, so this Depends is from Dan. Uh, this is from Dan Kerrigan from on Facebook. Um, he says, Thanks, Dan. Um, uh, this, the, the question was posed by stranded Panda chat. Uh, what's the best star Wars podcast? And, uh, Dan says, I've enjoyed star Wars and scotch. They really know their lore. Other podcasters have gotten details wrong or not known about something, even minor things like species names. Uh, thank you for missing the episode about trend ocean. um, uh, planet, etc., which frustrated me while listening, and I knew more than them. Tim and Kevin are great and know plenty about legends, canon, book, comics, games, all things Star Wars. Thanks, Dan. That was nicer than the guy that corrected how we say Transdotion. Oh, it's Transdotion, Kevin. Transdotion, right? Transdotion. Transdotion. And if you guys would like to leave us a review, uh, or you'd like to just you know tell us how great Star Wars and Scotch is. Uh, you can head on over to our Facebook page. Uh, that is facebook.com forward slash rare drop co. Uh, and you can leave a little, you can leave a little post on there uh, and tell, tell us how you feel about Star Wars and Scotch or any of the other rare drop podcasts. Denageek.com. Will Star Wars and Damon Lindelof be a good match or a bad batch? Oh my God, this is not a conversation you want to have with me, Tim. I don't know if you knew you opened a can of worms here. Um, so, yeah, go for it. It is rumored that Damon Lindelof is getting uh, uh, his own Star Wars movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a sordid history with Damon Lindelof. Wait, first you do? of all, for, yeah, I'll perfect. This is great. First of all, yeah, no, you 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 opened a can of worms here. I first of it. all, he the person that tweeted the exclusive on this says the creator of Watchmen. No, he's not. He oh. made the Watchmen movie. 
I think that's what they mean. Alan Moore, who wrote V for Vendetta and many Batman comics, is the creator of Watchmen. Okay, but I think he means the creator of like the, the movie. That, 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 that. Well, okay, so you have a bone to pick with the the writer, not No, I have a bone to pick with Damon Lindelof. Okay, but where's the bone for Damon? Here it comes. Okay. I spent many a nights okay. on Wednesday nights mm-hmm. watching Lost to the point where we started having Lost parties. Because yep. Pete from Kings Coast introduced us to the first two seasons because he had them on DVD. Oh, yeah, it was that no. long ago. And we all got hooked. Mm. And then every Wednesday night, we started hanging out at somebody's house or we'd go to a bar sometimes and we would watch Lost. Okay. And it was a big deal. Huh? And then JJ decided that he wanted to go make Star Trek and Star Wars. So after season three, JJ was like, yo, I'm out. Damon, I'm giving you the reins here. You know, oh. don't forget that when we said at Comic-Con that there's going to be a scientific explanation for everything that happens on Lost, you know, don't forget that, Damon. Damon's like, yeah, no, I got it. And then Damon proceeded to royally fuck up the entire show. Oh, no. To the point where I consider Lost to be one of the worst endings to a great television show in the history of media. Oh. So in essence, what I'm saying is Damon Lindelof wasted roughly six and a half years of my life. Oh, holy crap. And I'll never forgive him for that. So when I see his name pop up for a Star Wars movie, it triggers that thing inside of me and I go red with rage. Why didn't you just stop watching? Because you can't. You can. Tim, I downloaded that book. Uh, the, the book I've been listening to at the gym. It's an audible book that, that Audrey was like, you should download that since you, since you like the audio books, Dad. When we were at the movie theater seeing Batman, they had a trailer for it. I was like, okay, it sounds interesting. It sounded like it was like supernatural stuff. No, it's just a vampire book. Okay. But I'm so deep into it that I just need the resolution of the story. I can't just stop three hours in. I didn't know it was about vampires until an hour are in. Are you hating yourself? I'm not hating myself, and it's, like, okay, and the lore is interesting, but I'm not a big vampire <laughs> guy outside okay. of Blade. All right. You know what you sound like right now? What do I sound like? Hey, man, I'm really happy that you're playing this game that makes you, like, you're enjoying it. But if you could just get back to the game that I started watching you for, it'd be really cool. I'm Fortnite kid. You are Fortnite kid right now. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> Here we are. Life has come full circle. Oh my god. Oh Kevin, you could have just turned Lost off. You could have no, just stopped couldn't. watching. I had to finish. And now, now you hate this man. Also, by the time you get to the point where you hate him, it's too late. Like you, you, you're there. You don't know it's gonna be bad until you get there. <laughs> they turned a show that was supposed to be like. This scientific marvel of like, how could this happen into some bullshit Unitarian freaking religious ending? Maybe he's really happy with that, though. Maybe that I was hope his, he is. Maybe that was his vision of how Lost was supposed to end. I hope he is. Maybe so. him and JJ had a fallout and they just stopped talking. So he's like, I don't know what to do. I, JJ went on to do better things. Man, so. He really killed it with Star Trek, though. It reminded me of, of and I don't know if you've ever heard this analogy and this, this is a little niche, but like wrestling in the 90s people used to say vince mcmahon was a genius yeah until all of vince mcmahon's people that told him no got fired by the like late 2000s yeah there's no one to keep him in check yeah and then he's he was like not a genius anymore it, it, that's what damon feels like with jj like jj was it. like no damon that's probably a horrible idea <laughs> and he's like oh all right and now it's just damon Lindelof's like this is, i'll do whatever the <laughs> fuck like- i want 
do whatever I want. I get it. Okay. I mean, like, I understand. I get it. So he did help JJ with Star Trek Into the Darkness. He also wrote, he did not direct, or I should say contribute to the screenplay. I don't know if he wrote for Prometheus, which is also oh, Prometheus movie. was killer, dude. And Watchmen is a very good movie. But Watchmen, that's like saying V for Vendetta is a good movie. I like love you're v given for the blueprint. But you're given the blueprint by Alan Moore. You're, it's like saying 300 is a good movie. Of course, 300 is a good movie. Frank Miller gave you the easy way to make it. You just needed to bring the comic to life, which don't get me wrong. It's very difficult. And these people are successful for a reason. Well, wait, wait, wait. When you say, hold on. When you say 300, are we talking about like the Spartans? Yeah. The 300 movie is literally frame by frame. The comic that Frank Miller wrote. No, Kevin, that was a historical event. 300 is 100% histor- historical event, but the way that story is told is like an old Greek man sitting by a fire telling it to a bunch of kids. Are you saying that's why I failed my history class? If you, yeah, if you said that like there were monsters uh, <laughs> at the hot gates. So you're saying, okay, so hold on. You're telling me that, that the, the immortals guy, the guy, like lizards. the guy who was on top of that massive platform, that was not real? You, you believe this is crazy. Too. I'm okay with you believing it's real. Uh, yes. And, and the, the immortals I, I, okay. were. All right. All jokes aside, I had no idea that was a comic book. Yeah. Frank Miller wrote it. That's interesting. Frank Miller also wrote The Dark Knight. I had to learn something new today. I had no idea that was a comic. You know, Sin City was a comic? No. Sin City was also written by Frank Miller. I really like Frank Miller. I have them. Do you want some of them? I can give you the graphic novels if you want to thumb through them. Wow. Huh. I'll and Watchmen. You've seen Watchmen? Love Watchmen. Watchmen. I didn't you know watch that's... the HBO series, though. How was that? So good. I'm going to have to watch that. Oh, my gosh. That was a mind fuck, the HBO series. And then, you know, the only problem with that is also Damon Lindelof. They never made a second season. <laughs> to the ending, you're like, oh, my God, this is great. There's going to be what do you and then you go online and you're like, second season has been delayed. Probably won't be made because Daniel Mendeloff is a fucking asshole. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Star Wars and Scotch before Kevin's heart explodes. I hate him. He hates Damon Landeloff. Uh I'm Tim, also known as Darkness Fortune Nine. You can find me over at Facebook.com forward wait, slash. Wait, but, but the whole point of that rant was that he might make a Star Wars movie. <laughs> He's Kevin X Vision over on Twitter. Uh, I'm Darkness Fortune on everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, live streamer. He's trying streamer. to silence me. He works for Damon. He's gonna, he his, works his for heart's going to explode. You can find everything that Kevin does over on raredrop.co, uh, gcxevent.com. If you haven't gotten your tickets for GCX Event, you've got to get them now. You've got to get them now. Uh, we are tying everything up when it comes to, uh, our star Wars panels. I had people asking me what time that panel was going to be at. Oh we don't God. have, yeah, people are at, like, so I have a, a person in chat. Uh, I think his name is Chris. He asked me the other day, he said, Hey Tim, what day is the panel going to be at? And at what time? So I know when to be there and which day to have my ticket. And I was like, dude, you're going to have to go talk to GCX or Kevin. Cause I don't know. Uh, so I don't those, know either. Yeah, yet. so those, as far as templates for times and stuff, we don't have those in concrete yet, but um, just May. keep an eye on GCX on Twitter on uh, and also on Facebook for any of our info dumps. That's where you're going to find them. And uh, am I missing anything, Kevin? How much did Damon pay you? Kevin, sign us out. May the force be with you.
And F you, Damon Lindelof, you son of a bitch. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.